On today's episode, we're going to be talking about our calls into ministry and how the couples met each other. This is the Eminem Podcast, where we talk all things marriage and ministry with Caitlin and Garrett May and Cody and Hannah Myers. Well, Cody, I'll just hand it straight off to you and you can start with your call into ministry. Yeah, depending on how far we're going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'm not, we're, we'll skip. Uh, I got saved at 14. We'll just skip past all that. So, uh, well, saved. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest. As, as youth students, we get saved probably like 90,000 times. True. It's like every event. Yeah. Right. Like every event, like Every other week at youth, if like any time they said, if you need to grow closer with God and you don't even know what your relationship is anymore, come forward. Like, I'd be raising my hand. You know what I mean? Uh, so uh, I got saved like a billion times. But the one that I got baptized in, uh, I was 14 when I got baptized. And then, yeah, so I took a, when I was in high school, I actually wanted to be a doctor. Um I wanted I to be never a knew that. brain surgeon. Really? I <laughs> never knew that. that. Huh. No. I wanted to be a brain surgeon. Uh, my grades definitely reflected exactly so. I was always a uh, try hard but not try hard enough hard. Like, <laughs> I just knew <laughs> in my funny. brain the answer. I never studied. If I study something, I fail. Uh, so <laughs> I just know the answer. Like I just, I, I learn it when they say it. So um, yeah, so I was, I, I wanted to be a doctor. And then um, when I was 17, we were at, uh, a youth conference, everybody obviously on this couch knows what it is, but to explain it, basically it's called reach. And, um, for us in the state of Ohio, that's what we call it. It's our, it's our youth conference for anyone in the assemblies of God, uh, grade six through 12, uh, that wants to go. And our youth pastor would take us and everything like that. This time it was in Columbus and that's where I lived at the time. And, uh, we had a long span of it being in Columbus and no one wanted it to be in Columbus, but it was there anyways. And so, uh, so it was in Columbus and, it was, boy, I think Nate Ortiz, he's our district youth director now, currently. He, I think this was probably his second year there. It could be his first. I'm not positive. And I think it was his second, though. He preached this message called Till Kingdom Come. I remember that exactly. And uh, when he preached the message, I just felt in my heart at the end of, uh, while we were worshiping at the end, that uh, I felt God calling me in the ministry, and he was calling me in a ministry in a whole, but I felt him in that moment, like still calling me towards the direction of youth. And, uh, I always had a heart f towards youth because I felt like that was the lost generation. And that's when I was getting saved and everything like that. So let's save the kids young before they get older. And, and so I really felt God lead me towards youth, but I felt the calling in that moment and it was so surreal. And when I first got home, I remember I told my mom, I'm like, God called me into ministry. And no one in my family was a Christian at this time, uh, except for my aunt and uncle, who, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, except for my aunt and uncle, no one was really a Christian at this time. And uh, I'm like, God called me into ministry. And my mom was like, oh, <laughs> did he? And, uh, um, and this is nothing against my mom. So if my mom's watching, I still love you, obviously. And my mom is a Christian now. And. And she may say that she's always been a Christian, but we all know. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she, uh, anyways, she, she, she loves me, obviously, but she was trying to look out for me. And she's like, really, Diddy? And, uh, and she's like, and how do you know that? And I'm like, I just felt God call me. And, like, he, he spoke to me. And 
this is the first time I ever heard God's voice in my entire life. And like distinctively, like I could make yeah. out it yeah. was God. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure there's plenty of times God had spoken to me before. I just didn't care or acknowledge it. Yeah. yeah. And so God spoke to me in this moment and, and I tell her that and, and she's like, Oh really? And she's like, do you know, do you know how much pastors make? <laughs> that's a solid question yeah and it is it is, a, it is. hard and one i asked to say i told the same thing to my dad and my dad asked the exact same question that's funny. And, and my brother was on the same page like everybody was like you know how much they make like you're you're gonna be setting yourself up and my mom even said what happened to the doctor thing i thought you wanted to be a doctor because <laughs> i told her when i was younger i'm like i want to be a doctor so i can take care of you and get older oh that's and cute that's what that that was the reason why i ended up going down the doctor area now I, at this time I was like, man, I just really feel that this is true and this is right. And everyone around me is telling me, you know, no, it's, it's not because, you know, you're not going to make money. You're going to be poor. Um, and at that time, like never lived up rich, I guess, like in my family, like we were, I mean, there might've been a time when we were middle income, but at this time, like most of my life, I lived on the lower end of it, poverty. Uh, let's just say it the right way. Uh, poor. And and so, like, they're like, you know, you want something better than, like, what we have and or what we've had, you know, what you've had to go through and, and stuff like that. And, and I understand that, like, you know, and I've always had pride in my heart. So at that time, like, I still had pride. Like, I love winning. Like, winning is just – that's that's why I'm a Packers fan. That's why I'm a, <laughs> a fan of certain – like, I, I'm winning. It's, it's my culture. It's just who I am. And, you know, and it just – it was a lot at the time and trying to figure out like, well, what am I going to do with my life if I'm not making enough money? You know, like how am I going to live and different things. And I, but I had a good resource around me. However, I didn't choose to use it. So for like two years, I, I just ended up just brushing it off. I'm like, yeah, I, God's calling me, but God will make the way the one day when he actually wants me to do it. Like yeah. I don't need to yeah. be pursuing anything right now. Like this is stupid. And, uh, and it was funny. Like, like, I thought God was like getting at me rather than helping me in the moment when I finally turned to the point of saying like, I should start following this calling. I met a man named uh, Brendan Lewis. Uh, He's, he's a worship pastor at Victory Christian Center. Well, Victory Church now, I guess is what they're called in Coitsville, which is in Youngstown. And I met him at a camp and me and him started talking and and I told him about my calling and he, he like really challenged me. Like, why are you not following the calling then? If you so say you have su- mm-hmm. such calling, like why are you only talking about it at conferences and at camps and stupid things like that? Like I was a typical teenager, you know, yeah. like, where you come back from a conference and you're like, you got this Jesus high yeah, and you're on like, fire. Yeah. I'm on fire. I'm going to read my Bible every day. And then yeah. like a one week, week later. later, you're like back to doing everything you did before conference. Exactly. Like, yeah. So he's like, are you just doing that? Like, what is this? And I'm like, I'm like, I guess I am. And so the moment after that, I went home, I figured out what classes I needed to take and I immediately started taking classes through Berean and just trying to figure this whole thing out. And I'm like, I really feel like I, I should do what I said I was going to do when I graduated high school and go to college and go to SEU. And, uh, so I started trying to figure out the SEU stuff like that. And oh my gosh, it was going to cost me it, like, they were going to charge me like $8,000 a year after like that I had to pay out of my pocket. Yeah. Like, so a lot. after it is. was, yeah. And when you're a fortune. pastor and you're not going to make that back easily. Well, right. And I like, and on top of that, like at the time, like I was making really good money. Like I made a lot of money <laughs> coming out of high school, like a lot of money. Like in my first two years coming out of high school, I probably made $130,000. Wow. And I spent it all. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and so I just didn't know That's how typical. to balance myself. Like, yeah. uh, yeah. 
So I just didn't know what to do, like how to how to live my life and keep money. I wish I had the same priorities I have now. I would have probably had a fortune. <laughs> so, <laughs> but knowing what I can live off of now, I know <laughs> I could have had a lot of money. And uh, yeah, so I I was like. I was like, oh my gosh, this is just terrible. $7,000 or $8,000 or whatever. I'm like, this is just terrible. And I'm like, I can't do that. And at this time, I'm like, God's like spiting me <laughs> because I didn't live the calling sooner. Like God's getting back at me. Like I could have done this before I had a full-time job. Mm-hmm. Right. I could have gone full-time and I could have got fully paid for by the government, you know, yeah. which would have been a hundred thousand dollars of debt when I was done, but yeah. you know, yeah. I could have done it. And that's what I was thinking at the time. And, uh, and I'm like, this is just, this is not going to work. And so I, I had to get out of it. And and it, it was funny. So it was like the more and more, you guys know what I mean, but like the more and more you seem to trust God, the more paths that just start to open. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And yeah. God really tries to show you the way. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I'm like, I just can't do this. So I, I back out. Now, to go back two months before this in May, I was like, you know, I have nothing i have no credentials i have like three classes two classes under my belt through berean which berean just allows us to be a pastor outside of going to college so we take 10 classes and we can be credentialed and you can take much more to become ordained we're not ordained none of us (laughs) around this couch are ordained (laughs) (laughs) not yet um and we uh so so i i sent my resume into the network to nate just as so like there is a youth pastor opening, like they can send it around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I start trying to live my calling and I take on a, a $0 pay job at my current church to become the children's pastor. And I'm doing that for a while. And um, so right after I figure out about this college thing that that's not going to work. Uh, so right after that, I I'm on vacation. And I get a phone call. And so I'm still the children's pastor at this time. Um, I get a phone call and uh, the phone call was my current lead pastor, and he he just uh, he's like, hi, my name is Nathan Bacorn, and all this different stuff, and just explaining where he's from and everything like that. And he's like, and I, the whole time I forgot that I ever sent the resume. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, wait, what? So he's like, he's like, I was, we're, uh, he said, we're currently looking for a youth pastor, and we're just looking around, and uh, your name came up, and I was really intrigued with your resume, and just wanted to reach out and see if we could set up a time for an interview. And I was like. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I'm freaking out because I'm like, how the heck did you get my number? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm completely lost. And he's like, and I'm like, "Uh, yeah, that would be great. And he's like, that's great. (laughs) He said, Nate Ortiz gave me your email and everything like that. He's like, I can just send you over some some dates and times and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, it all comes. (laughs) I'm like, ah, okay. Now I know how he got this. Like, like, now I all of a sudden remember. And so I set up all this and. The process was just insane. Like, I had never interviewed at a church yet. I had never done anything like that. But um, I've always been really good at interviews. I've never not gotten a job. <laughs> like, or been offered the job. I've declined yeah. plenty of times. But I've never not gotten a job. Because um, I just can talk my way. I can talk a monkey into eating a banana. Like, buying a banana. <laughs> You're a good like, salesperson. I could sell yeah. them into buying a banana. So I can sell myself really well. And so, it was a long process. And um, I interviewed along with, like, Nathan talked to, like, 10 other people people i think or something like that um then it got down to three of us and then it got down to two of us and at the two at the point of two uh he had me come out in person and view the church we went around the community everything like that to see if we would fit in well funniest thing ever i kid you not on my application i did not put a photo of myself i don't know why but i didn't and tasha who's nathan's wife is 
drastically trying to figure out so they at least have an idea of who I am. They wanted to Facebook stalk <laughs> me, man. They're stalking they wanted you. to make sure I wasn't in support of things that obviously I shouldn't be in support of and what I'm saying and everything like that. They want to know who I am. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they find the wrong Facebook profile. Oh, oh no. no. And so they're expecting me to come up there and look like a uh, probably 120 pound soaking wet six foot four. Oh gosh. Black haired guy. Oh, no. and, and you're the exact opposite. And they're like, I right. they they were sitting there even thinking like they're not even sure if they want that image, you know? And <laughs> I'm there and I'm interviewing Nathan. Nathan doesn't say anything. Like Nathan doesn't like fret. Like Nathan doesn't <laughs> oh, signify that there's a difference. We're now in the the gym, which is the youth tabernacle, and trying to look around and viewing things like what well, this is what we would do, blah, blah, blah. Tasha walks in because she knows he's in the interview. She just wants to introduce herself. For a minute, and so she walks in, and she just like gets startled, <laughs> jumps back on us, and I could see it on her face. And I'm like, oh, maybe he didn't, maybe she didn't know that he was in an interview. I guess so. I didn't say anything, and uh, but I noticed, like I noticed, and she thought I did not notice. Uh, long story, she'll say it, like it would be later on, but uh, down the road that she says something about it, but. Uh, I, I noticed, and he's like, oh, this is Cody. He's the youth, one of the youth pastors that's interviewing. And she's like, oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, that does not look like the guy and I so found. She had no idea who I was. She was just completely startled. It was hilarious. And, um, yeah, so I, I kept on praying about it and thinking about it. And uh, I come back from this interview, and I tell my lead pastor, I'm like, I think I'm going to be leaving. Like, at this time, I, like, even though there's another person interviewing and so they set up another thing for me to Zoom call in. I Zoom call in. I say some of the most embarrassing things. Oh, call. no. I kid you not. Like, they asked me what my favorite movie was. I told them Dirty Dancing. I never oh, lived that one no. down. Um, you know, I never lived it down. And it was, it was, it was hilarious. And, uh, like, they had old people on the Zoom call, and they're holding the phone, and you can see up their nose. And, <laughs> they're like, uh, how do I do yeah. this? But at this <laughs> right. time, Nathan had kind of already settled in his mind that he wanted me. Um, but it was funny. From that point, Two weeks go by. Nathan still has not said a word. Uh oh. Not reached out at all. And it's because he's very indecisive on the <laughs> And he's like bringing this up all the time. He can't always make the decision. And so he's like really thinking about it and stuff like that. So finally, he, uh, I reach out to him. I text him. I'm like, listen. And I had another job opportunity from a separate, I kind of worked out to where I was going to be able to work more at the church for free still. <laughs> work more at the church for free and take a different job to where I worked nights. And I was like, this is what I'm going to mm. do. But so I texted him and I'm like, I got another job opportunity, blah, blah, blah. Not ministry. I told him it wasn't ministry related, but I just want to know where you're at to see if this is something I should just possibly wait on. He's like, he finally texted me back. He's like, I'm going to call you tomorrow. So this told me like he might not have been calling me tomorrow, but, but because you I told him it, I'm yeah. leaving, yeah. Yeah. It, I, that I might be withdrawing my name. He probably was like, all right, time to jump on it. Like, like, we uh, need to get oh. moving now. And <laughs> yeah. so he calls me the next day, offers me the position. It's hilarious. He offers me the position and says, I don't know. We don't technically know what the package is going to be fully. We don't know <laughs> oh. what we're even offering you, but we're offering you the position. And I'm like, Jesus will figure out the money. Yeah. I'll take it. Like, I want to come. I feel like this is right. right. And I'm coming regardless. And and I didn't know crap at the time. And this dude talking about a housing allowance package and all that. I thought that meant I was getting a parsonage. <laughs> I thought I was getting the house to yeah. live in. <laughs> That's not what that meant. Uh, that, is not, that is not what that means. It is confusing, but we're not going to go is. into it. It has to do with taxes and good old government. But yeah, uh, yeah so uh, my walk was, 
I didn't go into all the gritty details. Like, believe me, there's a lot of sin in those two years of me not following God. Like, a lot of sin mm -hmm. and a lot of bad decisions. And, like, it was pretty terrible, I would say. Like, I made a lot of bad ideas. And it just didn't go well. And so I'm not going to go into all that. But that would be, like, the main train of how I got to the point where I was at. And then, obviously, we talked in the last episode about how... Then I met Hannah seven months later. And yeah. the rest is history there. Yeah. And yeah. A lot of... Good memories, but some hilarious bad memories <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> involved after that. But yeah, I would say that's how that was my main call to ministry and how nice. I kind of got to where where it was. What about you? For me, so it was originally uh, I was called into ministry, and, and it was kind of like both of ours were kind of joint. So like, if I miss anything, pop yeah. in because I might. But uh, I was originally called into ministry uh, when I was sixteen. Uh, in Northern Ireland, we were going on a missions trip and going on this trip, I, I did not think I had any leadership ability whatsoever. Uh, even going on this missions trip, it was a big step for me. Um, yeah, your spiritual walk wasn't that strong. It at wasn't, that time. that's for sure. It definitely wasn't. I was just kind of going to church Sunday, Wednesday, having fun going home, not doing anything with it. Um, so it, yeah, it was a big step going on this trip. Um, and, and God really spoke to me that week, uh, there was actually a prophetic word night and someone spoke to me, uh, and said that there is a divine calling on my life, uh, to save young people, but I'm too afraid to accept it. Wow. Uh, so mm -hmm. that was, that was pretty powerful. And that hit me. I didn't even fully know what it meant at that time. Uh, but then still doubting my leadership abilities. And we were doing a, a soccer camp, uh, in Ireland and the one day, I, I was just one of the like helpers, the main missionary that we went with. He was the head coach for the week. And I think it was like the second or third day in. And he actually got like this weird rash around his ankles. And he had no clue what, yeah, it, was. what it was. It was he really weird. <laughs> but he comes up to me like 20 minutes before it starts. And it's like an hour thing. And our group specifically had about 80 kids in it. And he comes up to me about 20 minutes before. And he's like, hey, I got to go back to the church. I'm not going to be able to run it because of this rash that I have. You're going to be in charge today. Oh, wow. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And like, <laughs> at that I'm time, not doing that. Garrett's come out of a shell more now, but he was like, he did not want to talk in front of people. He was very like shy. Yeah. Like I, it was to the point, like when they, we would do group prayers, like I wouldn't even want to pray out loud in front of the group. I was just very introverted. Uh, didn't feel like I had the leadership aspects whatsoever. So I was very uh, to myself. So, but that, that was just, I think, God showing me that I could lead. Um, yeah. So then after that, uh, came home and I was like, you know, got this calling, set on fire, just like you do when you get home from any other retreat or missions trip, and then quickly fell away from it. Uh, and I yeah. think the I think reason... it was just self-doubt though too. It was. And I think that was the biggest thing is I ran from it because I didn't think I was good enough for it. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it's a lot of people struggle with it when they're called yeah. into ministry. Yeah. They don't think they're good enough to do that position. Um, so that's what I did. I ran from it. I thought of several different things I could do. And I landed on nursing. I was going to go be a nurse. He wanted to make good money for which, us. That which which doesn't make sense. Apparently both of them did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have been a nurse to my doctor. True. Oh. True. But <laughs> Maybe only, we would have known each other anyways. The only <laughs> issue was you said you had good grades. I did not. No. So there was <laughs> no, he didn't. He there was didn't no focus on way <laughs> that God was, or uh, that I was going to be able to get through nursing school. So I think God just has a funny sense of humor. And he's like, no, you're not doing that. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so then 
our senior year, actually, we went to camp. Yeah, it was like our super senior year, they consider it. Yeah, so, so it was we like graduated. right after we graduated. So at this point, like I, I'm going to be getting ready to go into yeah, nursing school. Yeah, he already school. like got accepted and everything. Yeah, so I'm ready to go into nursing school. We go to camp. Uh, it's a few months out of actually jumping this was into- 2021, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so we- we go into it senior year and, and it was kind of a weird week of camp because normally I'm up front jumping around, worshiping with everyone else. But this year I had such a uh, like spectatorship role. Yeah, like you just observed. I think uh, very, very did. observant. Yeah. And the one night specifically, I remember it was Thursday night. God was working on my heart the whole week. But then Thursday night, um, I'm sitting in the back row, like the very back, and I'm just watching all of the the youth of Ohio worship. And like my heart just started to burn for them. And I could hear God clearly tell me, um, recalling me into the calling that I had heard two yeah. years before. Um, and just that burning passion for specifically the next generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, of course, I hear God recall me into ministry. And I'm like, well, I, I kind of got to do it now. Uh, it's happened twice. So I go home. I'm still praying about it. And I'm still like, God, but I don't want to. I don't think I can. Uh, yeah. And then I get a text from her once we're home uh, on Friday. Yeah. And she says, we need to talk. <laughs> That's dangerous the beautiful word. word. Yeah. Not <laughs> a good sign. He's like, she's breaking Who up Who doesn't with me? love those That's words? That's not a good sign. <laughs> so I was like, what in the world did I do this week at camp? What am I in trouble for? Uh, and at this time, like, I'm still praying and thinking about how is this even going to logistically work. He was, like, scared to tell me. <laughs> I was. I was scared to tell her because she was going to be like, no, like, we can't do that. Um, but she texts me, we need to talk. So I said, what, you know? And she goes, uh, I think we need to go into ministry. And at that moment, I was just like, yeah. wow, this is a complete God thing. Confirmation the same, right there. Yeah, yeah. And the, the crazy thing is the ex- exact same week of camp she was recalled in a ministry as well. Yeah, so like um, when I was 13, I went on a mission trip to the Dominican Republic. And when I was there, I felt God kind of calling me to ministry, saying that like one day I'd be in some aspect of like, you know, furthering his kingdom. And when we were in Ireland on the mission trip, I kind of got like another confirmation during the prophetic word night. And the girl was like, you were running away from God's calling on your life. And I didn't really know what that meant because like I wasn't like running from the calling of ministry. I just wasn't sure how to use that. Like I wanted to be a counselor because I thought like I could help people that way, which is fine. Like that could be a part of ministry, but obviously that's not where God wanted me. So right before that week of camp, when we were, I just graduated, a lot of things were going wrong with like the college that I was supposed to go to. They weren't accepting some of my credits from the college classes I'd already taken. And I was getting super stressed. So that whole week I was like praying to God, like, like how is this supposed to work what is supposed to happen am I not supposed to be a counselor like please just answer me and like night two at camp he was like that's not the plan I have for you and I was like oh okay God and then like he's silent the rest of the week and I'm like (laughs) you've got to be kidding me I am like (laughs) pouring out my heart and soul every night in prayer and worship and like he's just silent the rest of the week and I got home Friday night and I was just like I knelt by my bed And I was just praying and God was like, you need to accept the calling that I called you to at 13 years old and you need to go into ministry. And he gave me like this vision, which sounds like so weird, yeah. but um, of like Garrett and I like preaching together in front of like youth students and kids and stuff. And so that's why like I felt like the heart for like the 
youth and i texted him like right after that happened was like we need to talk yeah. and that's Which, when i found out that he kind of had the same yeah like recalling it was into so ministry. cool that god was working in both of our lives and recalling us into ministry at the exact same week yeah. and neither of us knew yeah we had no um, idea but then i remember my first thought was with us both going into ministry, how in the world are we going to afford anything? That was ever? how our parents thought yeah. too. <laughs> um, so, amen. Yeah. So yeah. I, after this, I'm like, then I'm changing the prayer of like, okay, God, how in the world is this going to work? To like, um, God, please provide for us. And like. <laughs> instantly, uh, he spoke to me and he said, you've been running from your calling for too long. If you accept your calling, I will provide. Yeah. yeah. So that's just the biggest thing I've always held on mm-hmm. to is, because uh, it's really true is, uh, God's will, he'll always provide for us. Yeah. Because um, pastors don't make a lot. That is it's true. the truth. And so I was stressed out thinking about like, okay, I was going to be a counselor. You're going to be a nurse. That would make a lot of money. We had this like plan and yeah. vision for our future, but that Living wasn't God's plan. $300,000 house yeah. right yeah. there. I yeah, I was say, exactly. we, I like, I would drive down like these nice neighborhoods and be like, one day I'll be living in this house. But you know, that's not what God has for yeah. us. That's, and that's technically sin to be going and like... Yeah. Wanting True. what other people have and stuff. Yeah. So um, God gave us like immediate peace though. Like when we he accepted did. his calling, even though we were like, how are we going to afford things? How do we even start this? Like we were, it was June and we were supposed to start college in August. Like, what do we do? How do we tell our parents? We just felt like immediate peace. Like, yeah, I've actually it. never felt more peace in a decision in my entire life other than when we accepted our calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, we really just went for it. Um, we, we did a semester of college and then found out, there's no way we can afford this or we're just going to be paying we to get married. for the rest of our life. <laughs> Are you going to SEU? Yes. Yeah, we did okay. Southeastern Ohio. Yeah, so we, uh, it, it was just a decision that we had to make because we wanted to get married young. Um, so we kind of had to choose a, yeah, a different route. Yeah, because we had gotten engaged in our first semester of college. Yeah. And for me, it, it was like $6,000 with like financial yeah. aid and stuff. I still paid $6,000 in my pocket for one semester. And I'm like, we can't plan a wedding and also be yeah, paying so $6,000 yeah, a semester. A so we, we went out with some friends that are pastors and they showed us Berean. Um, so we kind of jumped on that yeah. train. Um, so we did that. We just really jumped into it. Uh, and then we, we were leaders at our old church. Yeah. Our we old we did an group. internship actually. Yeah. Um, summer of 2022 so that we could like learn more about ministry yeah. and yeah. just like we helped out with, like kids, youth, like everything. And yeah. we got the opportunity to go to camp, yes. which kind of brings us into so now this how, we us into yeah. how, Cody. <laughs> how we met, uh, me and right. Cody specifically. Um, <laughs> it's a little bit of a funny story, but <laughs> so, so we get to camp and like, whatever, we're, we're both there as leaders. He's the pastor. I'm just there being a leader, whatever. Yeah, it was one of the things we had to do it yeah. as a part of our internship. We hadn't was even like met leaders yet. at camp. Um, and I don't, I don't remember exactly like the first time we met at camp. Um, but I'll let you tell the story cause it is, <laughs> dude, it's pretty good. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay. All right. So Hannah and I had now been engaged at this point cause it's 2022, obviously this is when we all get married. So yeah, so we were engaged year. for a while. Yeah, so we were yeah. all engaged for a hot minute, like. That, that's what made us bond so yes. well is because yeah. obviously we talked about engagement and, um, and this was actually funny real quick. So like your story almost reminds me closer to Hannah's, uh, calling, uh, Caitlin in specific, my bad to Hannah's calling. Cause like when Hannah, Hannah talked about earlier when, um, right before we got engaged, she was at that church and turning or whatever. Yeah. Cause she felt that she was possibly being called into children's ministry. Mm. And then well, like, it wasn't just children's ministry. It was like, Ended up being kids. Like kids. kids. In general. In so general. she thought gotcha. she had to be the pastor. 
Yeah. That's what she thought, but now she's at the point where she knows that it's she's here it's to help that. children. Yeah. She wants to point kids ultimately yeah, to Jesus, I, but she's not the pastor. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they had me do a few sermons on a Sunday to the kids, and I was like, this is You're not. You're like, that's not my <laughs> This is not, not it. it. Like, having the kids just stare at you and just like, yeah. it's funny. I felt judgment yeah. from them. I'm like, this <laughs> is true. just yeah. not it. So I ended up finding out like. Took a while. Long. Yeah. Long took while. A long while to figure out like, I'm just meant for kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah. now going to school to be a teacher. So yeah. it's. Yeah. And what's your job technically considered now? Like, are you like I'm a daycare a, teacher or yeah, teacher. just toddlers. But still, you're working with kids. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now she's going to school, obviously. For yeah. The exact same yeah, thing. yeah. To learn yeah. to become exactly. a teacher. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, that's Because cool. God's calling, it's not just pastor, you know? Yeah, it's right. It's so, not, and sometimes it's I think it's not. hard for us to be like, to understand that it's not mm-hmm. just, it's not just ministry, ministry is not just like being a pastor. Yeah. It's also, yeah. you know, other things like being a teacher and stuff. Right, and she gets to obviously still be active in my ministry, yeah, pastors' yeah. wives are very important. Way, yes, they're, they're <laughs> just as active as the pastor. Pretty much, yeah. No. People yeah. think that a lot of we don't do a lot, but through trust. our yeah. stupidness. <laughs> True. Yep. Well, so to go back to where we where yeah. we met. Oh, okay, so we were in camp, and yeah. we were at uh, a boys' cabin. You were one of the welcomers, like you were outside on the concrete pad. Yes. I remember this. Yep. Like, I got a good memory, so sorry. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> welcoming people out on the concrete pad. It's not creepy, I promise. And uh, <laughs> everyone got assigned I, jobs. <laughs> yeah. Everyone gets assigned jobs, and I never follow my job. I never have. I probably never will. Um, so I'm consistently moving around, but now I'm at the same concrete pad. This is actually where I was supposed to be. I was supposed to be at that that <laughs> job for once, and uh, so I go back to the the pad or whatever, and. I'm just near him. Like I'm in the the vicinity of, of Garrett and uh, he's talking to another leader. Like, I don't even know if you'd met the person before, like if you, or if you guys were just shooting the breeze, Can't but remember. Um, the guy said something about camp relationships. Right. And cause <laughs> like somebody from his cabin was already talking about a relationship or something like that. And he's like, uh, he's just talking about camp relationships and, and, the boy is there and Garrett looks at the kid. Garrett's like, Cape relationships are terrible. They never work out well because it always ends up the same way. It's you date for a week during camp. You talk for another week. You never see each other again and you just stop dating. And then each, sometimes, a lot of times, depending on the person, you start dating again next year at camp. Yeah, Yeah. it's like every year at camp and then you never talk again after you graduate. you never talk again. You (laughs) date other people, you come back and there's your spring fling again. Like it's constantly like, or summer fling, I guess, but it's always a constant thing. Well, and he tells him, he's like, camp relationships are terrible. He's like, you don't date people at camp. And he says that. And again, obviously I'm a pastor and he's a leader and um, never met. The first words I said to him, I'm like, I said, I said, well, that's not true. I said, camp relationships sometimes work out. <laughs> I said, I said it worked out great for me and my fiance. We both were at camp together dating, and I'm like, and it worked out great for us. Obviously, we're engaged. We're supposed to get married this year. And I told him, I said, I said, now obviously our relationship was a little weird. He's like, what do you mean by that? And I'm like, I said, well, I was a pastor. And she was a student. <laughs> and Garrett's like, I need to run. No. Yeah. Garrett, like, at that moment. He laughed, but at the same time, you could see on his face, like, he didn't know what to do. I remember him telling me about it later. You told me about it later, and there I'm like, something. there was a, like, pastor dating a kid? Like, isn't that illegal? <laughs> I didn't realize was, she wasn't, was like, yeah. a minor. So <laughs> yeah, I, I was in my super senior year that I, year. I always tell people that, and I explained to him. I'm like, I said, uh. You were in your super se- senior year at the same time they were. Not that year. 
Oh, right. No. Yeah. 2022. Oh, yeah, you were so in the year before. Yeah. 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 But the same, you guys were all super seniors together, and I was actually a leader at the same time. And we were all at camp the exact same time. Yeah. yeah. Never we knew. Didn't that year. Yeah. None of us knew. And, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was, it was hilarious, good. and I explained to him. Yeah. I always I always tell people this joke all the time, and I explained to him. I'm like I'm like ah, she she was 19 and she was not my student. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. those of you listening, he's not creepy. Okay? No, 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 he's no, no, not no. creepy. No, she was of age. That makes a big I promise difference. you, and it's not the first time and that it was, a pastor has. That's true. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like yeah. she was his student for years, and then like exactly. as soon as she turned yeah. 18, he like pounced right, on her. No, it wasn't like a praying situation. Like I didn't even know anything about. Her. Exactly. And so obviously, if you listen to the first episode, you would know that. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. yeah. So that's how we. That's how we met. And yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah. And then we kept talking all week. Yeah. And we talked yeah. About and then he your calling. Yeah. You well, the yeah, one night you ministry. introduced me to Cody, and I'm like, oh, hey. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it wasn't really like us like getting to know each other because you guys were both like in the guy cabin together. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But you guys got. We kept close. talking, and we talked about. Yeah. Eventually, you started talking about your calling mm-hmm. and how you had been going to college or whatever, and then you switched to Brian. Well, you didn't even mention you switched to Brian. I then yeah. told you about it, and you're yeah. like, "Oh yeah, that's what I'm going through." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I'm like, "Oh, that's what I went through," and we talked about it for a while, and then I, it was at camp that I told you. Yeah, it was. I said because I am I'm what's called an area rep, meaning like I just I work with all the churches in the area, so we had like 32 churches that I have to consistently talk to, and. So I know when there's someone looking for a job. And mm-hmm. we had like two churches or three churches, I think, at the time that yeah, was looking for like a job. That. Yeah, because you had told me about. I said, oh, I said, I can possibly get you in contact with someone. Yeah. That was like so exciting for us. When Garrett told me, it I was, was like, oh, yeah. this could be awesome. Well, I think the biggest thing I was excited about was just like interview opportunities. of just like. Yeah, we didn't know if yeah. we'd actually get like a job from I like didn't what expect Cody it. like kind of like. But it was funny because then uh didn't really hear anything after camp. He, he just kind of told me, you know, I'll throw your name in and that kind of thing. Yeah. And you gave me your phone number. Yeah. And it was until August, I think that yeah, I actually said something. I think so. This so. Was like a whole two months yeah, away. Yeah. Two months yeah. later. So then now our, our current senior pastor, uh, at the church we are now, um, he finally emailed me, uh, but like you hadn't even given him your resume or anything. No, he or an emailed me for my application. Yeah, yeah so I told him about you. Yeah, first. Cody so had I given him it, his name, and, and then it took like another email. month or so. It didn't hear anything. Oh, I thought he just kind of found someone else because he was I like, figured. "Hey, can you send me your resume?" Yeah, and Garrett like did, and then we just heard nothing. And I was like, "But then well, he finally yeah. uh, got in contact, and he's like, oh, can we call?'" So and I'm I was like, like "That's okay. a good sign." Okay, it's a it's a good sign. So then I think I probably had close to eight to 10 phone calls with him. Mm-hmm. Um, it did go pretty fast. It, it was did. like weekly. It was it, like it two or three by calls once we actually started the process. Mm-hmm. And then eventually it just kind of got down more and more. Uh, and then he invited uh, me and Caitlin to come out for a weekend to, to meet the church, see the church, all that kind of thing. Uh, and then after that point, uh, yeah, we it were was just kind of like, job. hey, it was like the biggest oddity telling him about you because I'm like, hey, I got a guy that I feel like could be a perfect candidate. It's he's really 19. Young. They're about <laughs> yeah. to get married. I'm like, you know, this is probably, and I said, and I'll speak on his behalf. And I had, <laughs> I had talked to his pastor because I'm like, I'm going to steal one of your leaders. Like Matt. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I told him, I'm like, I'm going to steal one of your leaders if that's okay. Because he told me he's called to ministry and I got a job opportunity for him possibly. And I, I'm talking to Rich and I'm like, I'm like, I said, there's one thing, though. I said, he's only 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's usually like, the killer. Yeah, that's yeah. the killer yeah. right there. And no, I'm, like, is, I'm yeah. like, is that a problem? And he's like, he said, I don't think so. <laughs> he said, I'm not positive. I mean, I'd have to talk to the board. But he's like, yeah. I don't I don't think so. He said, I'd definitely be interested. And uh, I'm like, well, great. I can give you his email and phone number if yeah. you want to 
uh, yeah, come to though. find out, like, uh, the head pastor, he became a youth pastor at 19 Yeah, he as got well. his first job at 19. Yeah, so, so yeah, he kind of was... was like more lenient than other pastors would have been. Yeah, Yeah, but I didn't expect anything, A, because I was 19, but also like I wasn't credentialed yet. Um, Yeah, we were still living in the Cleveland area and we were about to get married. We had no idea what was going to happen. But it's funny because that's that's like how we met and it got me to the point that I am now. He did get the job. We've been here for a little over a year now and it's been going good. You're not just youth though. We're youth and kids. Yeah, I'm doing full next gen. So nursery, nursery to 18. And I've been working at the church. I've been doing like programming and stuff. Um, But I'll be leaving that aspect after we have our daughter. But you'll still be involved. Just like. Yeah, like being like (laughs) Hannah. Like like we are pastors. We're like, we're just as called into ministry as our husbands because they need us to survive and we have to keep them sane. So, you know, my call to ministry, I was worried about like stepping back from my role, but my call in ministry is always going to be there whether or not I get a paid position or not. And so I'm just here to support Garrett in this next season. And he's busy with those kids and youth, so he definitely needs my help. But it is crazy how it comes just like full circle. It is. And, you know, God is still working and we never know where he has us. You know, we don't know how much longer we'll be here or like when the next journey is going to be. But it always works out and God, like once you accept his calling, he's always going to, you know, bring you through it, like you said. But yeah, I guess we went a little long on this uh, episode, but God is so good and we will see you back for our next episode. Make sure to like and subscribe. We're on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube.